Welcome back to Best Whatever Ever. I am Ira, and I am joined, as always, by my bosses, Spencer and Scarlett. Hello, hello, and hi! So today's episode is both super silly and super important. Aren't they all like that? Well, yes. In every episode, we choose a whatever and tell a story about that whatever. And what's a whatever? A whatever is anything kids find super silly or important. Or? Super silly important. Right. But today's episode is even sillier and even more important than ever. Explain. Okay, I will. This episode is super silly because it's about penguins and space and ice cream. That sounds silly. Exactly. We got a message on Instagram with a request from the mom of one of our listeners. His name is Billy, and he is from Australia, and he's five years old. So what did the message say? Well, Billy's mother, Angela, said he really wanted a story about space and a story about Australia. And he also wanted more penguins in our stories. Well, I decided to smush all those things together into a single story. And that's what you're about to hear today. I really hope you like it, Billy. Thank you for the awesome suggestions. I really love the challenge of trying to bring those things together in a story. Seems like it would be pretty easy to me. Oh, does it? Well, you guys are way more creative than I am. I have an adult brain, and adult brains sometimes have trouble being silly or super silly. But that doesn't stop me from trying. We'll admit you do a pretty good job. Especially with all your silly and embarrassing dad jokes. And that's why we still haven't fired you. Yet. Uh, thanks? Alright, and why is this episode super important? Even more important than usual? Well, I don't know if you've noticed, but it's been hot out. Like, really hot. And many people think our climate is changing. And it's getting hot in places and at times of the year where it's not supposed to be hot. And that's a super important problem. When I first started writing this episode, there were two interesting things going on that weekend. First, a very rich man named Richard Branson flew to the edge of space. That was a huge scientific feat and was especially interesting to me because part of the episode I started writing takes place in space. And second, that same weekend, your mom and I went on a getaway to a place called Paso Robles, California. And it was incredibly hot out. Hotter than anything I think I've ever experienced. The temperature was 115 degrees Fahrenheit. That's like 46 degrees Celsius. That is hot. Super hot. So that's how this episode came together a request to tell a story about penguins in space, oh, and also Australia, and the inspiration that came to me when I started writing the story outline on one of the hottest weekends of the year. All right, let's get to it. Enjoy. Breaking news. A heat wave has gripped the globe. Icebergs are melting. Wildfires are running wild and my aunt geraldine has sweaty armpits and can't find deodorant anywhere ew 
Who will spare us from this disaster? Who will bring relief to the world? And who will save my nostrils? Julia turned off the news and waddled over to her friends. She waddled because she was a penguin. And not just any penguin, she was an ice cream penguin. This is horrible, she said to the other ice cream penguins. And it's up to us to help, she declared. The ice cream penguins lived in Antarctica and delivered ice cream to the rest of the world. Julia and the others knew it was a very important job. Doctors are necessary, teachers too, and the world would be really stinky without garbage men. But everyone knew the world would end without ice cream. And according to the news announcer, the world was ending. But how can we help? asked Pete who is also a penguin. Julia put her flippers to her hips and said, we have the thing that everyone in the world loves. The thing that brings smiles to everyone's faces. The thing that's a surefire cure for every too hot summer day. And do you know what that is? Ice, Ice cream! cream! All the penguins screamed. In fact, they always screamed whenever they said ice cream. You know the song. Ice cream, you scream, we all scream for ice cream. Ice cream. Yep, ice, ice cream. cream! We are the ice cream penguins, and we make the world's entire supply of ice cream. And if we deliver it to every place in the world, we will certainly end this heat wave. Or at least make it taste more delicious. The other penguins squawked in agreement. Petunia already had a plan, and she was convinced it was foolproof. The ice cream penguins always delivered ice cream in their supersonic flying ice cream trucks. They had a whole fleet of them. Each truck had thrusters and wings. The ice cream penguins would have delivered the ice cream themselves, but since they were penguins, they couldn't fly. There was one truck that was fastest of them all and could also hold a nearly bottomless supply of delicious ice cream. The truck was called the Supersonic Ice Cream Delivery Truckotron 6000. It was only used for emergencies. And Julia figured that the global heat wave qualified as an emergency. She waddled over to the truck with her team of ice cream delivery penguins, Pete and Porcupine. Yes, Porcupine was a penguin. Her parents were really confused when they named her. Are you ready to go? Julia asked. They saluted. Ready! They said. The truck also answered, Ready! All right, then load her up. Pete and Porcupine began filling the truck with vats of ice cream. All the flavors ever, including sloppy strawberry shiver, pecan cricket dream, truffle turnover twist, chocolate chunky fudgy funky, razzleberry, and kooky berry mellow chip crunch. Julia glanced over at the fuel tank. It was about halfway full but she couldn't risk running low. The mission was just too important. While the others loaded up the truck with ice cream, Julia went to gather more rocket fuel. Many years ago, the ice cream penguins declared they were going green. And by green, they meant white. The ice cream penguins' supersonic ice cream trucks were powered by sugar. It was the yummiest rocket fuel ever. Julia hooked up a hose to the fuel tank and started pumping. The fuel gauge rose. And as soon as it reached 
full, Julia kept pumping more sugar fuel into it. Yummy, said the truck. Pete came up behind Julia and said, Um, isn't it full? How much more are you going to pump? All of it, Julia answered. We can't leave anything to chance. Okay, boss, if you say so, said Pete. He really didn't think it was a great idea to overfuel, but he trusted Julia. And if she said they needed more fuel, then so be it. Soon, the needle on the gauge flickered and spun, and the tank overflowed with sugar. Off the charts and out of this world, she said with a satisfied smile. The truck burped. It was stuffed with ice cream and full of sugar rocket fuel. What a sugar rush! Satisfied, Julia nodded and called out to the others. Pete, Porcupine, let's do this. All three penguins hopped into the truck. Porcupine was at the wheel, and she switched on the ignition. The truck roared to life. Roar! Buckle up, team, Porcupine cried out. They slapped on their seatbelts. The truck shook and rumbled. The exhaust snorted. Sugar exploded into the Antarctic air. Three, two, one, blast off! The supersonic ice cream delivery truck Otron 6000 launched into the sky. The ice cream penguins screamed for ice cream. Ice, ice cream! And they cheered. Hooray! All right, porcupine, Julia said. Level her off. But the truck kept climbing. I can't stop. Um, porcupine, I said level her off. Yeah, how about a little help? I'm trying too. But I can't, said Porcupine. Leaving a trail of sugar fuel behind it, the supersonic ice cream truck burst through the Earth's atmosphere and into outer space. It's okay, team. I've got this under control. We may have, um, put a little too much sugar fuel into the truck, but there's nothing to worry about. Nothing at all. We'll just slow down, eventually, and Porcupine will steer us back towards Earth. We'll deliver the ice cream and save the day. Easy peasy, ice cream squeezy. Just then, the truck started to sputter. I'm feeling sleepy. See? Right on cue. We're slowing down, said Julia. A final burst of sugar exploded from the exhaust before the truck stopped. The Earth was now a gleaming blue orb below. Way below. Uh, we didn't just slow down, Julia, said Pete. We stopped. Good night, said the truck. The truck started tumbling through space. That's when Pete started to freak out. We're out of fuel. We're floating through space. We're gonna die. Julia paced through the truck, past all the vats of ice cream. Meanwhile, Pete was still in a panic, and Porcupine was hoping that Julia would tell them what to do. It's all my fault, Julia finally exclaimed. I got too carried away and overstuffed the supersonic ice cream truck with too much sugar fuel. And now, people won't get their ice cream on the hottest day of the year. Porcupine and Pete waddled over and put their flippers around Julia. You wanted the best for everyone, for the world. What nobler cause is there than delivering delicious ice cream to everyone in the world on the hottest day of the year, said Porcupine. 
Yeah, so what if you got us stuck in outer space and we're all gonna die? You meant well. Julia looked to her friends and knew that they believed in her, and she couldn't let them down. She looked over to the emergency kit that every ice cream penguin always packed before flying a supersonic ice cream truck. Inside was a bunch of protective gear, including airtight flight helmets. I have an idea, Julia declared. We're gonna fly. The truck? asked Porcupine. It's out of fuel. No, said Julia. We're gonna fly. But we're penguins, said Pete. We can't fly, and now we're really gonna die. Julia handed them each a helmet and said, "Just trust me. Strap these on." With that, she hit a button, and the back door whooshed open. And she jumped out of the truck. Julia started to float away. Thinking quickly, Porcupine grabbed onto her flipper, but she was yanked out of the truck. Pete now reached for Porcupine, and he was pulled along too. Uh oh, was Pete right? Were they all gonna die? Pete now reached for Porcupine, and he floated out of the truck. He started to panic again, but Julia called out through their helmet speakers, "Hang on to each other. Trust me." She flapped her flippers and steered herself over to the truck's starboard wing. She grabbed on. All right, Porcupine, get to the port wing and hang on just like this. Pete. Make your way to the top of the truck and hang on too. They did as Julia ordered. What now? cried Porcupine. Like I said, said Julia, we're gonna fly. Julia started flapping, which rotated the truck so it was now aimed back towards Earth. Now let's all do it. On three, we flap. One, two, three, flap. And so they flapped. And flapped and flapped and flapped. The truck began to pick up speed, heading closer to Earth, and finally hurtling forward as it pierced through the outer layer of the atmosphere. It rocketed towards Earth. Um, what now, Julia? Asked Porcupine. Yeah, what now? Is this the part where we're gonna die? Screamed Pete. Make your way back inside, commanded Julia. They all followed her back inside the truck. Now, steer her home. Porcupine hopped into the driver's seat, grabbed the wheel, and tried riding the truck. Um, it's not working, Julia. Porcupine said, "We're gonna crash." Not on my watch. Like I said, trust me. Julia hit the emergency landing button, and a giant airbag inflated around the truck. It looked like a super padded super ball. The truck crash landed in the middle of a desert. It hit the ground, bounced high into the air, and then, like a ping pong ball, ricocheted off a cluster of huge limestone pillars that thrust up from the desert floor. Finally, the truck came to a stop, and the airbag deflated. The penguins stumbled out and wobbled. Not only because they were penguins, but also because they were super dizzy. Pete removed his helmet. It looked like he was about to cry, and then he blurted out, "That was awesome!" And we didn't die. So can we do it again? Not now, Pete. We 
first need to deliver all this ice cream and make the world a more delicious place, said Julia. Don't you remember, Julia? We're grounded, Porcupine said as she waved a flipper at the vast open desert. Oh, right, said Julia. We need sugar as fuel, Porcupine said. Where in the world are we gonna get sugar? Pete looked around at the endless desert. We're gonna die! Wait, said Julia. I have an idea. We need sugar to power the truck, right? Right. And where can we find sugar? Sugarcane plants? Yes, but that's not what I'm thinking of, Julia said. Oh, I know. The three of them realized it at once. And they screamed, ice cream! That's right. And who has a bottomless supply of ice cream? We do. And with that, the ice cream penguins scooped as much ice cream as they could and pumped it into the fuel tank. The fuel gauge rose. This time, as soon as it reached full, Julia stopped pumping. Suddenly, the truck roared back to life. Good morning, penguins, the truck said. Actually, my GPS tells me we are in Australia. So, good day. All right, team, let's bring some relief to the world. Let's deliver ice, ice cream! They slapped on their seatbelts. The truck shook and rumbled. The exhaust snorted. Sugar exploded into the desert air. Three, two, one, blast off! The ice cream penguins screamed for ice cream. Ice, ice cream! cream! The supersonic ice cream truck launched into the sky. This time, staying well within Earth's atmosphere. At supersonic speed, the ice cream penguins delivered cold, delicious ice cream to every kid in the world, making the scorching hot day much, much more delicious. Breaking news! A heat wave has gripped the globe, but the ice cream penguins of Antarctica have brought ice cream and happiness to the world. The world tastes a lot more delicious. Hooray! But it will be hot again tomorrow, and the day after that. And that's a big problem. Icebergs are still melting. Wildfires are still running wild. But at least we have ice cream. And Aunt Geraldine no longer has sweaty armpits. For now. So, did that episode live up to the promise? Was it super silly? Yes, it very was. And was it super important? Definitely. That was one of the best stories ever. Well, that's very nice of you, but I, I wouldn't go that far. But I'll take it. But yeah, as silly as this episode was, climate change is no joke. So first and foremost, I hope you were entertained. But I also hope that I've made you more interested in learning more about the environment and what you can do to help. I actually put a couple of links to resources in the show notes. One is the NASA site, which is called Climate Kids, and the other is an organization called Science Moms. Both sites have some great information if you want to dig deeper. Oh, and since the story you just heard was inspired by a listener's request, I wanted to mention another email we received this week. 
This one was from a listener named Ava. Ava is four, and she told us her favorite best whatever ever character is Detective Darlene Duharty. And her favorite story is the mystery of the invisible thief. But do you know what else Ava told us? What? She said she wants to fire me. Can you believe it? Yes, we like Ava and agree with her. Well, sometimes. Thanks for your message, Ava. We will definitely think about firing Ira. Hmm. Well, if you agree with Ava and think I should be fired, or if you think I shouldn't be fired, please don't think I should be fired, please let us know. Have your parents send us an email or leave a comment in the post for this episode on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter with your opinion. Our email address is bestwhateverever at gmail.com or you can send us a message through our website, thebestwhateverever.com. Please tell all your friends about us and please give you a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Until next time. Best, best whatever ever. And how about a penguin squawk to take us out of this episode? Squawk! Today's story was written and produced by me, Ira Singerman. Hey, what about us? Yeah. With help, of course, from my bosses, Spencer and Scarlett. Hi. Hi. If you would like to support the show, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And also, please be sure to subscribe and tell all your friends about us. And please visit us at thebestwhateverever.com and... Feel free to send us an email to bestwhateverever at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. We'll see you soon. Yeah.